Please take me home to Paris City. You're right there, folk. How's everybody doing? Good, good, good. I hope, hope, hope. Knowing my luck, my tag team partner's gonna text me right now and tell me it's time to uh, do a dual podcast. But until I get that text, I want to cover some interesting stuff. So. These times they are changing. Nobody wants Joe Biden to run for president again. Now, first of all, this is the panic attack. I'm Big John. Follow me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. So, me whole life, uh, for, I don't know. I went back and forth when I was a kid because I was a kid and I didn't know any better. Um, I really liked Alex P. Keaton. If you don't know who that is, Google it. He's fucking awesome. I miss good family television shows like Family Ties. One of the best television theme songs of all time. If God ever curses me with a wife, I will play that song at my wedding to some misfortunate broad with low self-esteem. Um, but, I, you know, I used to say, oh, I'm a Republican, I know these things. I used to cheer for Ronald Reagan during his Speeches because my grandpap would curse and swear at the TV. Uh, oh boy, yeah, I was a, I was a rebellious youth, I tell you, cheering for Ronald Reagan because your grandpappy disliked him. Pap was a confused Democrat. Uh, then I was a Bubba Clinton fan because I fell for. The CNN network news uh, brainwashing. Oh, he's going to be the next John Kennedy. Oh, his 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 brother. Go- oh, what the hell is his brother's name? Goober, Goober Clinton. Uh, his brother used to call him Bubba. Now, forty-year-old yuppies are going to be naming their kids Bubba. Uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, Bill Clinton was the John Kennedy of Arkansas. Uh, yeah. So, once I started watching this Rush Limbaugh guy, when he had his syndicated talk show on television, he had like a 30-minute TV version of the, um, three or four 10-hour radio show he used to do every day. And he turned me Republican because I was like, oh, wait. My values line up more with 
the Republicans than with the Democrats. Like, it's not even close. Um, other than the fact that I was ignorant and I was pro-abortion back then. But other than that, I, I was a conservative Christian boy. Well, a lot of people are realizing the Democrat Party has left them. Uh, according to Fox News, a new poll shows Democrats becoming the party of elites as working class and minorities shift towards Republicans. Uh, I don't know how much play this is getting in the lamestream press, but I know in the alternative media or the the new media, which is what you're watching now, this is the the new the new news. People like Tim Pool, uh, Stephen Crowder, even though he claims to be a comedy show, uh, his show is extremely informative. Um, I try to be informative and entertaining, and I'm an op-ed. So these are my opinions of the things I see in the news. But uh, our first minority, our first Mexican-born female congressional member is a Republican. And she is adamant that the Democrat Party has never represented the values of Latinos or immigrants. There is uh, a man on Instagram I just started following called the Conservative Immigrant. And let me play you something from him. That I'm glad that struck my mind because I forgot I saved this uh, for this podcast. Let me find it here in my profile. Where are my saved videos? Is it under this tab? It's not under that tab. It's under that one? It's not under that one. It's not under that one. Where is it? I'll figure this out eventually. It's got to be somewhere. So... Uh, your supposed minorities, your African Americans, black folks, um, it's under this thing. Okay. There it is. Uh, uh, they're realizing that the Democrat party has just depended on their votes that the Democrat Party has not been with them uh, in years, okay? Uh, the Democrats just said, well, they're going to vote for us anyway. We'll keep telling them that Republicans are all racist, xenophobes, xylophones, homophobes, and all this stuff. And these people are like, you know what? The Democrat Party is not doing anything for me. Uh, when I say these people, I mean working class people, union people. Remember, we used to have the, the Reagan Democrats, the union guys that saw Reagan as a, a hero for the working man. Um, we saw that with Trump again. And the Republican Party's got 
keep their heads out of their elite asses, Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, Bill Johnson, uh, and keep fighting for the working class and minority vote. Keep taking the conservative message to communities and people that aren't traditionally conservative. Why is this important? Because they're Americans too. And we're the party that represents everybody. We're the party that freed the slaves. But let, let me play this conservative immigrant. That's what he goes by on uh, Instagram and on TikTok. You can define for me what an American is. Lack of words. It's how I feel right now. There are people that are literally risking their lives to cross the southern border and get to this country for just a chance at what this country has to offer. And the President of the United States is telling us that there's nothing special about being an American. Well, Mr. President, for us immigrants, it is a lot that this country has to offer that we are privileged to have. And we love this country. I just wish that more Americans, and especially our elected leaders and the President of the United States, would see this country just like us immigrants do. All right, I'm going to play it one more time because you didn't hear Joe Biden's asinine remarks. Nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. Lack of words. It's how I feel right now. There are people that are literally risking their lives to cross the southern border and get to this country for just a chance at what this country has to offer. And the President of the United States is telling us that there's nothing special about being an American. Well, Mr. President, for us immigrants, it is a lot that this country has to offer that we are privileged to have and we love this country i just wish that more americans and especially our elected leaders and the president of the united states would see this country just like us immigrants do that's exactly how i feel about this country and about the way our elected leaders look at it you had a, a thing a few years back that Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, uh, these dickheads, Barack Obama, I'm not a, an American citizen. I'm a citizen of the world. Yeah, okay. You are a citizen of the world. You live on planet Earth. Sometimes I think the Clintons came from Zeta Reticuli to molest children in America, but they they live on planet Earth. So yes, we are all citizens of the world. But a friend of mine posted on Facebook the other day. She says, "Do other people in other countries fly their flags for decorations and you know wear their flags and celebrate their flags?" 
the way Americans do. And she wasn't being anti-American. She uh, she used to be a, a Republican until her daughter went to college and got woke. Uh, and I guess some people said some uh, not nice things to her daughter. Uh, but anyways, those aren't Christians and those aren't conservatives and those aren't Republicans. If you're being disrespectful to someone for the color of their skin, you're a cracker. But anyways, uh, and I said, yeah, yeah, you know, I've seen Mexicans wave the Mexican flag, at least the ones that live in the United States. I don't know if they do the same thing in Mexico. Uh, I see, you know, the Brits, they fly the Union Jack out, outside their homes and wave it in the streets when there's uh, something celebratory. But a few years ago, it became cool for liberals and Democrats to hate the United States of America, to hate the U.S. of A., and say, well, I'm not just an American, I'm a citizen of the world, or I'm not an American citizen, period. Uh, and it's been going on since around 2004. You know, I remember when I used to listen to Sean Hannity religiously, uh, you know, he would say, you know, the fight for American exceptionalism, Barack Obama and John Kerry and these people, they don't want America to be exceptional. We are an exceptional country. And other nations on this earth feel that they're exceptional as well. And they're proud of their nationality and the heritage and history of their nations. And that's not a problem. You can be nationalist. You can love your nation without hating anyone. I welcome people like this conservative Im immigrant. That's his nickname on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, there was a beautiful young lady I, I was talking to the other day from Nepal. She came here for opportunities that she could only get in the United States of America. I would love to sponsor her for... Hell, I'd love to marry her, to be honest. She's hot, beautiful, intelligent, but too young for me. She was of legal age, but there's a difference between what's legal and what's right. Uh, a, a young man I was talking to, he wants to work for our FBI. He's an Aussie, and he's the Australian version of a Republican. And he said, but in Australia, it's called the Liberal Party. And I said, yeah, I've studied international politics. I know what you're saying. And, uh, but he loved America. He wanted to stay here. He wanted to be a part of our country. He wanted to protect our country from drugs and, and problems. And that's why he wanted to work for the FBI. He wanted to uh, help fight the war on drugs for America. But the Democrats and the liberals and the filthy Democrats, they want to despise America. Why? Why dislike the country that gave you everything? Why say that you can't, yeah, you can't define an American as one thing because we're such a diverse culture, but that's not what Joe Biden was talking about. Now, of course, uh, a year or so ago, or six months ago, I don't know when his last 
I don't know when he said this, but he said you can define America in one word. I don't know what, what 57 words he rolled into one there, but that's what he, he said. You define America in this one word. And then he uttered out some gibberish. Uh, and he didn't even cr bother to stop and correct himself. He just kept going. Uh, but, yeah, it is hard to define America. But here's why I define America as, as the great melting pot. We have our own individual neighborhoods you know you used to have little Italy and Chinatown and uh, Spanish Harlem but all those people would come together as Americans you know we have a diverse ethnicity in my town uh, we're a lot of African Americans and a lot of Italians settled in my town I used to tell people, I'm the red-headedest, freckledest guy I know. But I used to tell people I was Italian because all the other kids in school were either Italian or black, so I must be Italian. Couldn't pass for black, so I guess I'm Italian. Uh, anyhow, but yes, you know, the, the different groups had their music, had their family dinners, their meals, their, you know, the, the blacks had their watermelon and fried chicken and collard greens and uh, we used to love going over to their house for collard greens. We didn't have that in whatever the hell household I grew up in, Irish, German, mixed mutt race I am. Uh, the Italians had their pizza. Uh, that's why I, I love pizza but I could I distinguish between real pizza and corporate pizza if it's not made by an Italian with a family recipe it ain't real pizza you know homemade spaghetti sauce homemade handmade homemade pasta homemade spaghetti noodles yeah we had that in my town but when we came together in in school or at a football game or just out on the street somewhere, we were all Americans. That's what America is, Joe, and you dumb fuck Democrat, Democrats. And while Democrats are still playing the division game to keep all of us at the bottom and in the middle fighting amongst each other we're starting to recognize and we're coming together under the banner of the Republican Party like I've said for many and many a year so I'll put that article on my getter and twitter at the real underscore big john because I started shooting from the hip there uh, let's break and then we'll come back and talk for 10 or 15 minutes about uh, why the dummy crats realize Joe's the head dummy. What ventriloquist has their hand up his uh, backside controlling Brock does. <laughs> Alright, BRB. Be right back. Oh, hold on. First time I saw that on Instant Messenger, 
I said, what? Did you misspell barb? What's BRB mean? <laughs> All right. Be right back. Too young to fall in love. Guess we knew it all along. Back when Motley Crue was only in their 30s. Alright. <laughs> so. The Hill is reporting. The memo. Democrats cast around for 2024 alternatives to Biden. The Democrats are putting on a casting call. This is how we got AOC. She answered a casting call from Justice Democrats. Now the whole damn party's looking for looking to recast the Presidente. Democratic gloom is deepening as the party looks toward November's midterms and beyond. The bleak outlook is an uh, is endangered in part due by a pardon me, grim political environment marked by historic high inflation. 9% inflation. The biggest one-year increase in history from last July, or last June. It's middle of July, and last month's numbers just came out. Elevated Grice gas prices, not grace prices, elevated gas prices. Uh, that's driving up the cost of everything because stupid turned the tap off his first day in office, uh, as well as pandemic fatigue. We had a year and a half or two of resting in our homes and we're fatigued. No, we might be batshit crazy from being locked up, but I don't think you can be fatigued from not working. But anyways, the Democratic depression is sharpened by concerns of whether President Biden is really the man for the moment. We told you he wasn't two years ago. But you, you just wouldn't listen. Uh, giving his advanced age, he turns 80 in November, and his preference for uh, consensus building over frontal political combat. Many uh, combat. Many in his party would prefer. He's not consensus building. He's he's been very frontal, <laughs> confrontational with reporters when he does interact with them. But anyways. Uh, yet for all that, Biden has one sizable factor weighing in his favor. There's no clear-cut rival that could steal the 2024 mantle away. I've been saying that for a while. Who is going to <coughs> take over the reins? Uh, there's talk of dropping Kamala from the ticket. 
there's talk of uh, he doesn't want her on the ticket, and she's just stupid. When she talks, uh, <laughs> this, this dumbass friend of mine, he was saying, I'm, I'm for Kamala. I'm for Kamala, the Ugandan vice president. Now, in the primary, he was for uh, Kamala Harris. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> you know? But it's because he's black and she's like 116th African American. Uh, but anyhow, he's racist, okay? Joe picked her because she's a black woman and he is trying to set these precedents, uh, make historical um, achievements, but she may not even be on the ticket if he runs for president again. The Democrats don't know who to run to. AOC is too young, too abrasive, and too dumb. Uh, I know Stephen Colbert was allegedly agging her on to run because she turns 35 a month before the election in 2024. She's too immature. 35-year-olds of this generation are too immature to be president. Uh, pr frankly, President Obama was too young and immature. Um, he grew into it. I'll give him that. I don't agree with many of his policies still, but he became a little more professional uh, as he got older. Elizabeth Pocahontas Warren, Warren the problem isn't so much they don't have people, they have warm bodies. But Gavin Newsom, Kamala Harris said California is the model for the rest of the United States. And yes, her and Joe are turning the rest of the country into California. But you look at Gavin Newsom as a potential presidential candidate, right? And everyone's going to point out the homelessness, the mass of people leaving California for other states. Um, Governor Cuomo of New York was a potential uh, candidate, uh, even in 2020, uh, until all his, uh, it wasn't even a sex scandal, it was really, it was the tens of thousands of elderly that he uh, murdered in nursing homes what, during COVID. Now he's out of there. Who do they have? You know, they have nobody that's qualified. Uh, Nancy Pelosi doesn't want to be president. She's far too old. Uh, I'm reading a book by Newt Gingrich right now. Whoops, if I can take it off the 
back of the couch here without killing my dog. Uh, defeating big government socialism, saving America's future. And in the uh, preface, Newt is talking about how dictatorial Nancy Pelosi is in the House of Representatives. Pro, she's got her own little racket going there. She don't want to be president. She's 80 years old, feeble as F, and doing a fine job of screwing up the House of Representatives. I'm telling you, both parties seriously need to have new people challenge the leadership. Leader McCarthy, I don't feel, should be Speaker McCarthy. He's going to be another John Boehner who talked the talk and then went on TV and cried everywhere. Uh, Paul Ryan talked the talk, couldn't walk the walk. Um, right now, without getting off track, the Democrats don't have anyone. Chuck Schumer is content with being a senator. Uh, maybe he'll throw his hat in the ring somehow, someday. But he, he can't win a presidential because he's too liberal. And people are over the Trump derangement syndrome on a national level. If Joe Biden really got 81 million votes, Donald Trump still got over 70 million votes. And look, you cannot argue with me that the media, 95% negative press coverage for Trump swung that election. COVID swung that election. The television network's refusal to show the Trump press conferences about COVID, including Fox News, uh, surprisingly, as Trump's approval rating was going up with each press conference. Now, they liked to record the press conferences and clip out what they could to make him look bad, like drink bleach and inject Lysol. But it's because the Democrats had nobody. Joe Biden is a nobody. He had to drop out of the presidential race in 1988 because he was caught plagiarizing other people's speeches. And he should have said, he claimed he should have said, well, when I did that, I should have prefaced it with, I'm paraphrasing. No, you ripped off an entire speech from a British politician. And he ripped off a Bobby Kennedy speech. So even in 2020, the Democrats had no one. You know, Bernie would have been their best bet. At least he was real for a while. 
But I think he's sold out too. So who do the Democrats have? It doesn't matter because it's going to be a slaughter. The American people have seen through their bullshit. They're going to have to stuff the ballot boxes, count votes that should not be counted, count votes with uh, mail-in ballots that don't have a chain of command, or a chain of, uh, not command, a chain of custody. They're going to have to count ballots with signatures that don't match, with no signatures at all, ballots from nursing homes uh, filled out by people that are in a vegetative state. They're going to have to do all that over again and then some to win in 2024. I don't care if it's Trump. I do care if it's Trump, but I'm still a Trumper. But I don't care if it's Trump, DeSantis, or the guy that I gave change to who was begging on the street corner yesterday. Anyone with an R next to their name that presents American values and America first is going to win in 2024. Democrats have nothing. Nothing at all. Here's why. The American people see Joe Biden's lies. Those those blackened, demonic eyes of his. This is just one thing. Fox Business. Since Biden admitted, or Biden admin, called inflation transitory, the United States has seen 13 straight months of soaring costs. It's not just at the gas pump. It's every time you go into a store. I'm a single guy, so I can... Well, I'm stocking up food for a few months now because I can see the depression coming. Uh, I think we're going to have 1929 all over again. Okay, stock market crash, economic crash, 25% unemployment. That's how I feel. Uh, a friend of mine said that um, people are falling behind on their car payments and things of that nature. Which is going to be a good time to go to repo auctions and pick up a car for cheap for people like me. But the American people are falling behind. Why? Because the day-to-day essentials for living your toilet paper, your food, your water, your, your gallon of milk, the stuff that you have to have to sustain life is increasing every time you go shopping. Like I said, I can stock up for, let's say, a week. And I'm okay because I'm just a single guy with a dog. But if you have a family, you go out on payday and spend... Right now, probably all of your paycheck to stock up on food for, you know, mom, dad, and a kid or two, and, you know, if you have pets or whatever. And you're running out of money to pay your electricity, your mortgage, your car payment. But you're saying, but I got to eat. 
I gotta buy the kids clothes. It's all gonna come crashing down, people. And this is what this inflation is one of the reasons why the Democrats are scrambling to find someone new for 2024. Yeah, the incoherent idiocy of Joe Biden is one thing. The inability to put together a complete thought, the cognitive decline that was abundantly obvious to all of us two years ago that the media kept covered up and is the reason why he hid in his basement instead of campaigning. And when he did campaign, he couldn't fill a phone booth with supporters. Everyone sees this now. The world is exposed to this. Why do you think China is telling America, you're, you're weak, you don't come at us from a position of strength anymore? Russia is telling us you're weak by invading Ukraine. The border, people are streaming into America for one, a better life, but two, because they know there's a weak leader in office. And this idea of, well, we'll just print more money, we'll just tax the, the businesses and the rich more so they can't invest in their business and can't create jobs. It's all about to come crashing, folks. So, God help us. Please remember to pray for each other. We need it now more than ever. There is a God. He does love us. And He wants us to come back to Him. And we're going to need Him here very shortly. Because the government is not your God. If you worship the government, you're about to be in a shitload of trouble here in a month or two. It's, it's, it's July the 15th, 2022. Give me a, a couple months and I guarantee you we're going to be in a depression. I've never seen so many people on corners begging for money and there are people in, in fresh clothing as if they've just recently become homeless like they've just recently lost their job it's coming folk I, I hate to be a gloom and doomer I, I hate I hate being this way but this is what's happening and this is why the Democrats are looking for someone to replace Joseph repulsive Biden just so frustrated at the the state of my country. All right. Remember, pray for each other. God bless you. Thanks for watching and listening. Until next time, do all that like, share, subscribe bullshit that I forget to say at the beginning of every video. <laughs> all right. Spread the word. Sound the alarm. We're screwed. We're all screwed. That kid's one apple that fell way off the tree. <laughs> Remember that from Tommy Boy? <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. I'm in. I'm in a fight with a fly. That's where I was just swatting at. Don't you hate that when you get into a fight with a fly?
sorrow and please don't cry. I've been there before.